Hi everyone, it's your host Matilda. Hadiza. And Imaman. And you're listening to the Africa Lipso podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Africa Lives Up podcast. You guys are meant to say who now. <laughs> yeah, welcome back again. We were out last week, but um, Hadiza and Imama, how have you guys been? Hang on, um, I've been good. Um, I've had a few friends visit, uh, come visit me in the past couple weeks oh, that was really that. nice it's always yeah it's always nice to have friends around like i'm just always like oh my gosh it's so cute and also especially because like they are actually taking the time out to come see me i'm like oh mm. this is so thoughtful so nice and um yeah so it's been nice and of course i like, busy with school mm. and um just trying to also plan like end of the year plans yeah you know imama you should partner with saskatchewan for like tourism because i swear you've actually added know, in tourism dollars brother, i will lie like yep before before <laughs> you moved there i don't know i definitely what have. else i would have been doing there but like i've been there twice now mm-hmm. and counting so i yeah. think you should do a partnership I think so too. So yeah, like a lot of my friends, I come to Saskatoon and the first thing that they say is that they literally did not know that Saskatoon was like this. And I'm like, can you guys actually see like tourism Saskatoon? Honestly, (laughs) they do though. They need to actually like cut me like a paycheck because like I've actually changed a lot of people's minds about Saskatoon. Like I'm not saying they're going to move here tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but still it's a place that like... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you never know. You actually never know. No, but know. there's this banging Nigerian restaurant. Like, I yep. have dreams about it. <laughs> the Asu and Puff Puff. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Imama, yep. I literally dream about it. Like, I'm literally coming That's back crazy. for that restaurant. Please come back so you can help, even help me move and we can go together. I don't know about that. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Mama, do you see yourself being in, in Sask long term? Let's see what tourism Saskatoon can do for. Let's see what tourism Saskatoon can do for your babe first, and then I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it's been yeah. I think like it's actually interesting to just to see how people are able to see Saskatoon in a different light just because they have actually come. Because I think like a lot of ideas that a lot of people had, even me, literally before I came, I keep saying this. I thought it was, a, I thought it was going to be a village. Like I thought it was going to be like a very, very small town. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a milkman. I was like, oh, like, you know, I literally go the around the corner and be like, oh, here's my milkman. Here's my butcher. Here's my, uh, my chicken man. Like, you know. Your mama is giving, you know, when uh, white people are like, oh, let's go to Africa. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate but that is what i did think it was actually going to be like for real but it's definitely not and i think a lot of people have also come to see that which i think is um interesting and cool but that's how my week has been just like friends coming over doing schoolwork, being busy with that and just like prepping for like end of year stuffs and yeah that's literally literally been my week this past couple weeks what have you hadiza um, my week has been really busy, honestly. Like, sorry, Hadiza, even... could you talk a bit louder? Can't really. Oh hear shoot! You. Sorry, let me put my lips on the mic. Thanks. Um, my lips. Say Your, my lips. lips. <laughs> Your lips have been really busy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Have> they now? <laughs> you guys should stop that. <laughs> my week has been really busy. Like it's just been crazy. Like I don't even know. But I mean, it's good, you know. Hadiza's yeah, that's out there really making it. that money. I'm trying, I'm trying. You know Christmas is around the corner. You do give uh-huh. away. Drop something for your give girls. Give away for your girls. You mean you guys should be doing giveaway for me? Matilda oh, with the... We can do Secret Santa. My, Who Matilda is the secret? With the, with the big woman Matilda, job. you be the secret, Shebi. Actually, you know, it's funny. Matilda used to say that I have money. Now Matilda, you know, that has money. You know, you almost graduated. Hadiza has like 50,000 million side hustles. <laughs> I think Hadiza is the one that should be sponsoring us. TBH. <laughs> My week has been funny. So, what you mean? last week... Not last week, because we didn't drop an episode last week. But the week before... 
Imama said she was sick and I was laughing. And I think my enemies. Yeah. My enemies listened to that episode and said bets. I'm <laughs> <laughs> serious because literally days after that, I got COVID. And it was bad. At least it was bad for like two, three days. But like mm-hmm. I thought because I had gotten the booster, but I got it in February. I thought I, it wasn't going to hit like that. I thought if I had COVID, it was going to be literally like a cold. But no, it was bad. Like oh, wow. Uh, yeah. But capitalism had me back at work like two days after. So <laughs> shout out to that. That's actually very unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, they technically don't tell you you have to be back at work, but you know you have all this work sitting there to do. So you yourself would know it's time to come back. So yeah, that's my week. But like, how are you feeling now that you're you're better? Um, Yeah, much better. Lingering cough here and there, but like otherwise, I, I healed fast. I guess the last time I had COVID, it definitely took me a longer time to heal. Because I, I had basketball today. I went to gym Saturday. And like I, I feel like generally the healing process was faster. But the mm. COVID itself, the intensity of it. Wasn't I think it was, it was still better. Because that first time that I got COVID, there were no vaccines. We were literally one of the early adopters. <laughs> so screaming. I had COVID the original. Um, and yeah, I think it was worse, to be honest. But yeah, just, I'm better I'm now. I'm just screaming at the fact that you called it the original, like their flavors. Their flavors. There are now. flavors though. There's the I beta, mean, there's the delta. They said there's, there's the a alpha. new one now. Is um B for something I don't even know. <laughs> it used to have numbers and letters now. <laughs> yeah. No, but a lot of people actually are catching COVID now. Like apparently there's like a surge. Yeah. So be safe in these streets. I mean, like, the truth is, for the most part, most people are vaccinated and you'll probably be fine eventually. But being sick actually sucks. Like, when it you... It does. Uh, when you are... Like, before you are sick, you're like, bro, like, I'm going to go out. It doesn't matter. COVID is already in the streets. Last, last, I'll get sick. But when you are in the middle of the sickness, it's so inconvenient. Yeah. It's like, is this actually even necessary? Uh, and, like, I was meant to go for one of my friend's weddings, like, this week. Oh, and I yeah. couldn't go, yeah, because of that. Oh, no. So, that is sad. Yeah. But it is what it is. Did you, did you like, buy the, like, plane tickets and oh, all I that? Oh, I literally canceled everything the day before the wedding. Oh, shit. Because I was meant to be there only a day before. And I was, like, monitoring my symptoms to see maybe I could make it. But, uh-huh. like, the day before I was meant to leave, I was just like, this is just not practical. And I might go there and infect people. And I, like, one thing I'm proud about myself for is, like, both <laughs> times I've had COVID, it has actually ended at me. I have Come been the on. first person to tell everybody that the, the COVID is there. It's in the air. Remember last Look time? Look like, number one COVID tracker. Oh, it's me. The government needs to give me contracts. Because, like, literally, <laughs> once I don't feel myself, I literally go out and get a test. And it's I'm usually right. Because I somehow can tell when it's, like, not... When it's COVID, it feels a little different than when it's, like, the flu. Like, it just mm. feels slightly different. But, yeah. It hits you a bit different. But, yeah so yeah well honestly i'm happy that you're feeling better now though thank you thank you thank god so yeah right but talking about friendship i'm I'm missing my friend's wedding (sighs) this episode we were going to talk about we are going to talk about friendships as we age because i feel like especially this week the week i was sick so much was happening and I missed so many things. I missed my friends because it was Canadian Thanksgiving recently. I missed my friend's Thanksgiving thing. I, f- I missed my friend's wedding. And I'm, I felt like I was just missing. I, I really realized I'm missing so many pivotal parts of like people that were once like super, super close to me. And like I then I, I did an inventory and like I realized like our friendships are just it's really changed over time. And I'm at a a weird place. So I I was like, this might be something interesting to talk about because a lot of people might be in the same place. Uh So, um, yeah, Imama, you were going to say something. I was was just going to say, what do you mean you're in a weird place? I'm in a weird place in that a lot of friendships that I actually thought were going to be for life, I'm seeing them 
the possibility of them fading away mm. over time. And I'm starting to, because Imama, I feel like we've had this conversation before. I think we were talking about how a lot of see, older Nigerians. I'm not surprised. No, Imama, we talk a lot, actually. <laughs> That's true. We do. <laughs> but we've had this discussion before where we were like, older Nigerian women married women generally don't have oh, yeah, that many don't friends. have a lot of friends yeah that's true but i'm starting to understand and i'm like god i don't uh, want to understand yeah it's not a thing i want to understand either <laughs> i'm actually starting to understand and that's why i felt like it would be nice to have this conversation because i want to understand how you guys deal with friendships and how you've kept up with friendships and if you've seen your friendships change over time so i guess that's my first question like have you seen your friendships change over time Mm. and how i feel like for me i feel like the change is not being in the same place as my friends like you know you have friends and there are different points in their life right and mm. it, there in there are many ways where you might not be able to relate anymore say let's say your friend is married or let's say you're working a friend isn't working like everybody's kind of in a different place and i feel like kind of creates like conflicts in areas where before you know friendships were formed based off you know we get along but then we're also in similar places in life Mm -hmm. as well yeah like mutual once in once in yeah exactly so so i feel like with the different with the different points that people are at it creates scenarios where there's and not that there's less to relate on, but there's less chances, like, you know, your schedules might be different mm-hmm. or like there are just so many things you're having to deal with now that maybe you're like wondering, can this friend relate still? Or, you know, how do I express that this is what's happening or how can I be there for this friend when this is happening as well? You know, like so many, I, I feel like that's what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. so like i don't i don't necessarily like feel so i mean i do feel or i fear like oh in the process of everything happening like kind of losing friends but then i also also feel like you don't really lose friends to some extent like i feel like like i feel i don't know i feel like if you really relate with someone or really care about someone i feel like it still stays so Mm -hmm. i don't know like that's kind of how i see it to a large degree but then like it depends like you you can lose some in the process of that's like oh everything's different but i feel like in that process you still keep some that you can so i don't know like i'm i'm just I mean, I'm definitely like, for example, now, I mean, you guys talked about me having gazillion jobs, right? But, you know, life's expensive. I'll just say life's expensive, right? But I'm working gazillion jobs because I'm just like, I just need to be able to survive, right? But then in the process, you're just, you just have less time to spend with other people, essentially. So that's just been my experience. Hmm. How about you guys? Yeah, I think, so it's actually very funny because like, remember how I was saying how my friends have been coming to visit me recently mm-hmm. and like one of my friends actually recently, well, she like came to visit me and we were like, we're talking like one night and we're saying how like one of the things that we're like happy about in our friendship is the fact that like we've been friends for about, I'd say like almost 10 years now mm-hmm. and we've like moved cities, like we, we haven't lived in the same city for nine out of those 10 years. And we've still been able to, like, you know, maintain contact that way. And we're saying how, like, maintain contact and still be, like, you know, still be, like, you know, really close friends. And, like, we're saying how one of the things that we're happy about in our friendship is just the fact that, like, you know, we've been able to still, like, maintain a level of closeness, like, even though we're not close in proximity. It's funny because I think, like, a lot of my friendships are like that. So, for Mm -hmm. instance, I have, like, like, some of my best friends do not live close to me at all. I haven't lived in the same area as a lot of them for like over 10 years, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. And we're still really close. So I think, I don't know. It's like, obviously, I I think like, you know, what Hadiza said is very true where it's like sometimes where you don't have like, you're not in the same school anymore. You're not going to the the same classes anymore. You might not have a lot of things like, you know, 
you might not have a lot of things to have common ground on. And obviously, as you grow, you get busy and all of those things. But I do think if something is important to you, you try your best, like nurture it and like, you know, make it grow as much as possible. So it's like, for instance, like in my friendship, I've, I've definitely had friendships over the years as well, which have fizzled out. But I also don't think I expected those friendships to last forever, if that really? makes sense. Yeah. It's like, all the I'm, ones that you didn't all expect. All the ones that have fizzled out. Yeah. Except mm. like there's only one that fizzled out that I was like, I actually thought that was going to last forever. But that one didn't even fizzle out. Like that one, we had a falling out. So that was different. Why do I know exactly who you're you, talking exactly, about? Exactly. Because I know I'm not so falling out with people. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that one, we had a falling out. But like all my other friendships along the way that have fizzled out, there were friendships that I didn't expect to last forever. I'm not saying that I like saw the friendship but I was like okay this friendship has a deadline no that wasn't a thing but it's like it was friendships that I knew were built on the fact that we were in the same classes the fact that we were in the same school and I was like okay like you know even outside of classes and outside of school would we even have that much to talk about and I would even mm-hmm. see in our interactions that we usually wouldn't which was fine like it, there was nothing wrong with it but that just made me know that obviously this friendship is for a season and that season is school essentially <laughs> and it's like when school was done obviously i'm not saying i never tried to keep contact we still try to keep contact but it just made sense that like you know we weren't as close anymore because we didn't really have like you know other common interests i guess that like you know we could like bond then, on my question is wouldn't that then be an acquaintance like, so i mean now the so no then? now they're an acquaintance no but then we were really really we were friends yeah mm now they're an acquaintance but then we're friends and like that's why i'm like you know some friendships are for a season and i think it's important to acknowledge like you know when friendships are for seasons but i do think it also depends on what your friendship is built on right like for me like i said like a lot of my close friends we haven't been in the same place for a while but it's like because they're important to me like you know i we would i'll take out time out of out of my day or my week to, like you know even if it's just like to do a check-in like it could be like a weekly check-in a monthly check-in and like I have a friend that we we talk like once every three months, but literally when we talk, it's for like three hours, and that's mm. like our like three monthly check in. And she's still one of my really really close friends up to today. And it's like, but we literally like I can count on my hand how many times in a year that we talk. But it's like we do like almost like a download of like everything that happens like whenever we do catch up. I think I've definitely seen like my friendships evolve over time in that obviously people are busy. We might not have as much time to talk and check in with each other. We might not have as much of a common place like let's say school or even work to like, you know, like, you know, find each other and like talk and check in like that. But because all of those things have changed, we found other ways to connect that makes sense to us because we still want to be in each other's lives because we still value our friendship in a way that we're like okay you know what even if you freaking move to australia i still want to be in your life so Mm -hmm. i'm going to do what i can to make sure i'm in your life essentially and in that way it's not just like a this is a passing friend it's almost like this is like a friend that it's like you know a relationship where it's like i want to marry like i want to marry this person like this person i want to be with forever type things like this is a friend that i want to be with forever so I'm going to do what I can. Exactly. I'm going to do what I can to make sure that this person is in my life forever. And obviously, unless we have a falling out, if I'm falling out, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, so I think that's just kind of how I've seen my friendships change. So it's like, they have changed over time, but we've also kind of like changed with them to make it work essentially. So put in the time and the effort. And I think that's a long winded answer, but essentially, yeah. A long-winded answer, but I think you, you guys know what I'm winded, trying to say. Long-winded, right? Um, thank you very much because you know English sometimes <laughs> is not my first language. <laughs> I love how we like denounce English every episode <laughs> because words are hard. I'm sorry. They, did they ever teach you how to pronounce that word when you're in secondary school or primary school? No, they didn't. I learned it from now reading you're books. It to your primary school. <laughs> because it's true. That's I learned it from reading books. But anyways, Martina, what have you done? Have you seen your friendship? change over time i think as you guys were speaking i was just processing why i have felt the way i felt and i think what you guys have said is completely true like everything you guys have said is true but i think maybe for me the reason i am feeling it maybe a bit more is because i think you guys have kind of moved away from ottawa like which is i guess a lot of the formative years like university is not necessarily a form it's one of the formative i think is that considered formative? I but think like, it's formative. I mean, we also entered when we were like two years old, so... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess like we were... Like in Canada, this is where I've known the most, right? And this is where I've formed a lot of the friendships that are in my vicinity right now. I'm still in that city, 
and a lot of people have left like a lot of people i was really close to i think maybe when you leave it's a different feeling than when you feel like you are left you are still in the area so you kind of expect things to continue as normal but the people you used to do those normal things with have kind of all left so like i'm Mm. at a place where i'm almost like having to redefine what ottawa even means to me at this point interesting so like yeah the activities i used to do i am not doing them anymore because like the people i used to bond in those activities with aren't here anymore that kind of thing nay games night and this wasn't even like school there was that initial shock after school where like Mm. of course we're not in the same area I mean, like, we're not going to the same, like, building every day or, like, same compound Mm. every day, you know? And, like, we don't have, like, similar classes. But a lot of people were still kind of around. So, like, we used to have games nights. And I I look at pictures from those and, like, it just feels so different now. So, like, I think, one, there's that factor. And then there's... Because I don't have any family here. Mm. My friends were kind of, like my family away from home kind of thing uh-huh. so because my friendships have morphed into what you guys described i'm now feeling almost like they count but like they don't feel like they count as much uh-huh. because it's like uh-huh. it's a difference between in real time i'm literally going through a very hard time but i don't really have anyone to talk to about that in real time i can uh-huh. talk about it in hindsight uh-huh. after like it's happened when we're doing our monthly catch up, but it's like, in, like real time. in real time when it really counts and when you're really like making those decisions and stuff, they're not there and it can get hard. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. And I think for me, I think what it is, is just adjusting to that change. So I think the friendships are still there. But uh-huh. it's just like they are morphing. And I, I, I keep asking the question of how much more can they morph? Because uh, right now, most of my friends don't have kids. When they do uh, have kids, that's going happen? to morph even further. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, the thing is that I don't even think that like you have to... Like, obviously, I think like, you know, morphing with friendships is like cool and is important to like, you know, keep those friendships strong. But I also think that there is a very, very strong importance on also having friends present do you get like so not mm. just friends that you talk to i mean like don't get me wrong i obviously love my friends that i talk to once a month once every three months and like i love my friends that i talk to once a week but i think there's also an importance of having friends that you can also call up like literally any moment essentially and like talk to them like i think that is so important like there's an importance of having friends actively present and even like you know having friends physically present as well because i don't think that we were meant to do life with only long distance relationships. Mm. <laughs> like I think they're great and they're and they're a part of life. And like I think they're cool. But I think like there's a reason why, like, you know, even with your friends, sometimes you'll be like, ah, guy, move back to my city. And like, you know, you you want them to be close because I think like as much as long distance friendships are like, you know, great and like, you know, they have their place. I do think there's also an importance of having like physical friends. Cause like you said, there are things in the moment that you deal with and you can't now wait for like two months to pass for you. Like, okay, remember when I dealt with that? Or like, you know, or like you hold it in for two months because you quite literally will just combust. So I think that while all of that, like, you know, is important and while you like can morph along with your friendships and find a way to adjust to a long distance friendship, I do think there is a very strong importance of having in-person friends and like you know mm. friends that real like time friends fr- real, exactly real time <laughs> friends yeah real time <laughs> friends whether like phone call friends or like you know physical friendships because i think like those are also important as as well because even going out for instance like you know if you want to have a night out if all your friends are long distance who are you actually going to go with <laughs> so i think those physical friends are also very important as well so mm. i don't think like you know I mean, I don't think it's weird that you're even feeling that way because it's also possible that, like, you know, I mean, your love, I mean, love language, whatever, but your love language could be, like, you know, having people around type thing, like, you know, actually having people, like, I know some people can can handle long distance friendships, relationships better than other people Mm -hmm. and other people struggle a little bit more because, like, their love language is more about having people around them and, like, you know, doing things with people in. quality time. Quality time. Mm -hmm. I mean, but the thing is that you can also do quality time over the phone, but anyways, I mean, you you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, real time quality um, time. Real time quality time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so um 
yeah and i think honestly i don't think it's weird that you're feeling that way especially because all your friends have left the city like i don't think it's oh, no, weird i don't think I think... it's weird either oh, okay yeah but no, like yeah okay yeah I, I i don't know i don't i didn't know if you were saying it, it was weird or not but anyways mm. i just think long story short i think it's also important to have those friends presence because it, hel- it helps with sanity it helps with a lot of things and i think it's also important i don't think life was meant to be done with everything being long distance i think we're also meant to like life was meant to be done with friendships also being present as well mm. I, I think that's very important too so yeah yeah I guess I also wanted to have a discussion about making friends in adulthood and how difficult really that is. Because yeah. I think about it and I'm like, to me, anyways, it's easy, maybe not to lose friends, but for your friends to go asynchronous, I'd be non-real time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so hard to gain friendships like as you age, mm-hmm. because as Hadiza said, like you don't have similar interests and like, if you're bonding with someone, a lot of times it's like about, okay, we work together, a common interest, and a lot of those don't last past what that similar thing is. So how have you guys found making friends as an adult? And like, how have you done it? I feel like, so... I, mean, I haven't, so it's very hard. <laughs> Sorry. So I feel like <laughs> I Sorry, have... Sorry, go ahead. I have attempted to, so... I think what usually ends up happening is the friend you make ends up being someone you just check in once a month or once in so often, like your friends. Like if you're already struggling to keep communicating with your friends, making Mm -hmm. a new friend is not going to help because chances are the other person might also be struggling, like as in making a new friend is not going to help if you are struggling to to keep to, up with the friends to you already keep up have. with the friends you already have that's number fair. one and that's if you you're able even able to keep them as a friend to begin with because a lot of times mm-hmm. some of them are just they're just so busy that they're just like i mean i want to be your friend but i have one <laughs> million have and one things going on in my life right now yeah something like that mm. but how have you attempted to make friends though as an adult Oh, um, I'd say like, I mean, if you meet someone and you find there's a common, like you... No, 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 wait. How did you meet them? Oh, okay. How did I meet them? Oh, okay. For for one of them, Loki, I tried this thing. Bomb- I don't want to do... Bumble BFF. Yeah, I tried Bumble BFF for one of them. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well. Like, I mean, she ends... I mean, she ended up being more like a friend I check up on like every once in a while and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think what made it be like, I will message this girl even if she doesn't message me. Like, I don't really care is more like i just found her interesting and i was like oh yeah yeah yeah, i definitely want to keep messaging her essentially mm. so yeah but bumble bff i think in real life mm, does it work do you think do you think people make and i i guess i'm actually throwing this question out BFF. to the public have people mm. actually made long-lasting friends on bumble bffs I mean, this friend I'm talking about, it's been a year-ish mm-hmm. and we've been this friends still. This has been a great ad for Bumble BFF. I'm screaming, yeah. Bumble BFF, call <laughs> us. <laughs> <I'm screaming>. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I gained I gained a cool friend out of it. So it's pretty Is she nice. a friend or an acquaintance? Put you on the hot seat. I think she's a friend because I would message her to, if like, let's say there was something going on, for example she's one of the people I'll, I'll consider messaging to go out to that thing i think that's what or i i can give her just i don't know like i feel like there's still levels to like your friendships mm-hmm. but then i don't consider her an acquaintance at all because i feel like i still feel a connection to her that i don't feel with an acquaintance, acquaintance. if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i feel a connection with her like so that's the thing about friends for me i f- see friendship as like a connection like it's almost like i have a crush on you but not really sorry not to be weird like i'm not i'm not weird but like i feel like it's like i really like this person so like i just want want to hear about them or whatever that kind of thing so like you know i think that's that differentiates it for me versus an acquaintance i don't think she's an acquaintance okay that makes sense so that was a success then you've told us a success story yeah okay how else 
Hello. Is it me asking me? I don't know. I've run out. I've run out. You said you said in person now. Oh, okay. No, I was thinking. You know, I was trying to think. Okay, oh, if you I've made any friends in person. No, I blanked out because I maybe apparently <laughs> there was none. no example. Um, I at least in recent years, none like the yeah the last time I made a friend in person. It's been a while. Well, I mean to be fair, COVID happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mama, you said there's none. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've made an adult friend. Mm, well, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean I think the one I've made I think she's more of like an acquaintance I mean she I think she's like turning she's turning more into a friend uh-huh. but um yeah I think it was from church like that's how I met her Man, like so from I church know exactly and I think who you are talking about every time you say this thing because you don't know too much about my life we I guess it's unfortunate too much. Talk too much. <laughs> oh is it fortunate I guess it's fortunate whatever <laughs> but um yeah so yeah, she's starting. She's starting more into a friend. Where it was from church that I met her, and I think like that's a way to meet um, other friends. If you go to a church, if you go to like you know, I don't know, other places, religious institutions, I guess. But um, <laughs> I worship. think like you know, that's <laughs> like please, <laughs> sorry guys. please. But yeah, so that's where I met her, and like yeah, I think that's like a way to meet friends. And how else? Like, there's another person I met, but. It wasn't even a church. It was at an event that I went to by myself and I met this person. But like we're, yeah, we don't even, we don't talk that often. Like we've tried to hang out a few times. It didn't really happen. So it's like most adult friends that I've made, I've made like three since I actually got, well, three excluding the one from church that I've actually made since I got to the city. Because this city was actually low-key a test to see how I could make adult friendships if I did want to. It was something that I wanted to test, like, eventually. Like, no, at the, at the beginning, I wasn't really looking for friends. But then closer to the end, it was something that I actually wanted to test. And I actually realized it is really, really hard to make adult friends. Like, the other three that I have made, it's like we connected on Instagram. We saw each other, like, oh, my gosh, you're really cool. We talked for a bit. We really, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like what Hadiza said, like, liked each other's vibe. Like, had, like almost like a mini crush like oh i actually like you i want to know about your day type thing i want to know what you're up to and then after like one or two conversations for us anyways it all just kind of like fizzled out and then, so then were they the, friends or acquaintances then i mean i guess the goal was to start off as friends and it just never really took materialized off. into anything else mm-hmm. yeah so it ended up as like acquaintances because like now we just follow each other on Instagram and that's it. So yeah, I guess it's really hard. Honestly, I think it's really hard to make adult friendships, to be very honest. Like I do have a lot of empathy for the people trying to make adult friendships, but right now I haven't really had great success at adult friendships. The, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Another way is for your friends to introduce you to people. That. Actually, that I feel I feel like I feel like that to me is the most solid way. Because that is like a way that I've actually made an adult-ish friend mm-hmm. and we've kind of become actual friends for my, mm-hmm. like my friend introduced me to somebody. And I feel like that's the only other way that I feel like is pretty solid. Like that and like that and like religious institutions are the ways that I've met people because other ways have just kind of always fizzled out into an acquaintance but i could always reach back out chat there's still time i'll reach back out and yeah. see to hang out again but so question. far i haven't had much luck matuda i want to hear your own perspective but i have a question do you think it's a factor of okay say if we had nothing to do with our lives for example and we're just getting money like without work Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be easier to make friends or do you think it's a function? Do you think it's a function of our adult brain that we can make friends or do you think it's because of what's happening around us? I'm curious. I think it's multiple f- factors. I think the answer to your first question though is yes, or definitely if we had more time, I think it would be easier. But it's also different because in a workplace, which is what a lot of us find ourselves in, there's so many age demographics. Um. And I, like I've worked in a place where the average age was like 57 or something like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I still made friends there actually because they were like co-ops and stuff. But there, there's the likelihood of you just finding someone that you vibe with in a workplace, for example, which is where you spend most of your time is very unlikely. Like in school, it's like maybe you are taking the same program. So just by the sheer fact that 
you are in the same program, you probably share some similar interests and you have things to talk about. So it's easier to have a vibe there. A lot of people just have jobs, not necessarily like I'm passionate about it. Like if you were passionate about like a lot of times, probably in creative work, I think that might be because it's like your passion. So like it's easier to find a vibe there. But, but then, um, I also feel I like know. it depends on your corporate culture. Like some corporate cultures don't promote too much emotional bonding. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, whereas, like you said, like creative spaces, maybe the corporate culture by default is more friend like mm-hmm. free. So people are you're more likely to find friendships there more so because the culture allows for that freedom of mingling to some degree like so for some corporate cultures it might look like quote-unquote unprofessional to like mingle freely or make friends like freely kind of thing that's what i think but Mm. even speaking about like the corporate culture i think Loki, I mean, I know we all love remote work, but I think that's actually a downside to remote work. Because mm-hmm. I know people are like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, a lot, a lot of people are like, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to work to find friends. Like, if I, I like, I'll just, like, you know, hang out with my friends at home and stuff like that. But, I mean, and, like, I obviously, I, I hear that, and that's great. But I do think work friends are nice. Like, I don't think it's, like, you know, a bad thing to actually want to have friends at work. Or even want to make friends at work. I feel like a lot of times I see conversations where it's like almost like a bro, you're like a loser. Like if you're trying to make friends at work. What I have heard is like just keep them a little bit at an arm's length because like you have to know who it is you make friends with. Because there are some people that literally that can snitch you guys. Yeah, yeah, of of course. And like and obviously it's like even when you make a friend at work, you don't you don't start telling them everything like two seconds (laughs) in you have to kind of like vent their character. As you but I feel like that's what you would like to you would with like most people like you would usually gauge them first before you now start like opening your yash like you know in public do you know i don't really do that you know you don't gauge the people around not that i don't know i not that i don't gauge i'm not like i'm almost like an open book immediately you meet me like i'm i'm less Mm. like if i i actually i don't know i'm less i'm less like i i need to gauge you before i like Mm-hmm. divulge like, stuff like that I, mean, I don't know but yeah actually, no, no, that's, no, that's besides the open. point but yeah go ahead sorry mama no no it's okay I mean I was just saying like personally I think like I know like a lot of people are like oh they don't like they they don't need to go to work to find friends which I think is great and fine but I also don't think that there's anything wrong with actually going to work and finding friends or even wanting to go to work to find friends to be honest, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because if, for instance, you're moving to a new city like I did mm-hmm. and you and I was moving there for work, how else am I going to meet people? <laughs> like, I mean, mm-hmm. n- not how else, but like, you know, the easiest way would be like through work and then like obviously other ways. But I feel like, you know, I feel like work could be a nice way to meet people. And I think like that's one thing that I don't get me wrong. I love remote work and I think remote work is great. But I think like that's definitely one downside, I think, to remote work. But I know mm-hmm. some people are like, oh, you don't need to go to work to find friends, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, long story short. Yeah, I agree. I think it kind of leads into my answer as well to the question, have I made friends in my adulthood? The friendships I'm trying to nurture now are like friends from work. Before COVID, we were on track for like, real friendship like real friendship like we literally used to do things like we used to take the bus home from work Um. and like everything we would hang out sometimes on the weekend the birthday thingy i had before (laughs) the covid you know scattered everything they were there like you know i was on track for real friendships then covid happened and that just maybe not track for promotion (laughs) to friendship (laughs) (laughs) like you know it was pretty cool but then now some of them that stayed in ottawa I'm now meeting other people through them because, like, they have, like, a friendship group outside. And you know how I was saying, like, most of my close friends have moved away from Ottawa. So now I'm trying to insert myself into different friendship groups to see, you know, where I fit (laughs) and stuff. I'm pretty much interviewing for friendship groups now. So if you would like me... (laughs) I'm actually finished, please. Your friendship group. 
Just Please watch us that so that we receive me. a whole bunch of applications. Honestly, I will write a ref- um, referral. Reference later. Reference I need later. That. Yeah. Um, so, but like, I, I think it's very possible. I think it also depends on personality too. Like, you just have to put yourself out there pretty much. Mm. Like, I don't know. I, I think there's a certain level of like not wanting to... That closed off thing at first, I think it doesn't help especially in adult friendships. Like you don't want to like be the one that is saying, oh, let's do this and do that because you don't want to like bug them kind of thing. But like, I feel like it doesn't help. Like adult friendships are intention. Mm, Like fully intention. It's all about intention. Yeah, It's all about intention. And like that's what I'm learning. like active efforts. Yeah. It's stressful though. No, it is. But I mean, I guess it's it's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Because it's actually funny though that you said that whole like, you know, not wanting to stress something. Can you imagine Martin and me? I message somebody like three <laughs> times that she wants to hang out. Me. Would I do that on any other like any other day? Never. Like double texted or what? <laughs> Triple texted even. Jesus. Like I was like, see, me that was like, oh, I don't like embarrassing. Blah, blah, blah. Like I can actually fall down and die. But like <laughs> this time I was like, okay, you know what? Like I texted her oh obviously she wants to hang out blah 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 and then um like she was like oh she wanted to but like she wasn't in town and she let me know when she's when she was in town that she's going to be in town like next week next week came she didn't text me hey. I texted her again. <laughs> I, i'm like it's so funny because like i would never do that on any other occasion but it's because like i kind of like i'm like kind of like you said adult friendships require Her work intention. and like intention i was like okay you know what let me put like you know a little bit like let me put more effort into this and i've also even seen like there's also this other person that was trying to be my friend i mean i guess like now like we, we're friends <laughs> no but funny. no but i'm not trying to say like in a <laughs> mean way or like a no, cocky no, no, way i understand <laughs> but you know how you were saying it sounds funny and lame like it actually kind of does like she was trying to be my friend yeah no, but sorry. she was trying to be my friend the same way i was trying to be this person's friend yeah. <laughs> wow, but yeah like she was trying to be my friend and like i could tell like multiple times like, like she would actually like kind of like text me like multiple times being like oh hey this hey that and like you know just like kind of put in that effort where it's like me sometimes i'll be like like it's like i would respond but because like maybe i had like other friends or other people to like you know take my time i'm like oh like i might not prioritize her as much but i could tell that she was actively putting in like you know effort to be my friend essentially and like now we are friends and it's cool but yeah i don't know i just think the whole thing is funny i think it's very funny well, i was like leave me alone yeah. no i wasn't okay. i was never like leave me alone <laughs> i was just more like I'm i mean guy the pressure as yeah. they say is getting, it's getting worse <laughs> I, I just think it's going to be interesting looking back at this episode, like even a couple years from now, because like literally everybody is getting married. Like people got married this year. More people are getting married next year. And it's just like, I feel like as people Who's start... married next year? Uh, don't worry, we'll discuss after now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So it'll be really interesting to listen back and hear how that has changed even then. Because of that conversation that we had, Imama, about how a lot of African women specifically but i guess i know i've seen a lot of african uncles have like they have friends who yeah they do i think it's mostly the women that from what i've seen and not african like specifically in my nigerian context i've seen a lot of nigerian older women not have as many friends as like even their male counterparts um is there a possibility that we might get there given the amount of change Mm. that's happening and is that fine like i don't think it's mm. fine i didn't think it was fine yeah i don't think but it's fine the way that it's trending i'm just like is it inevitable i guess is my question i don't mm, I, mm. I i i don't think it's wait i don't think it's inevitable is that correct yeah yeah i <laughs> don't think is that correct <laughs> no 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 because like, like, correct no like i'm trying to say like you know i was like i don't want to like it, it is i don't know it it is n- is it that you don't want to say anything definitively no 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 I'm, no i want to say it is not not inevitable do you get yeah like, it I is, yeah it's not it is not inevitable i think it's inevitable it's inevitable <laughs> it's not yes okay why do you think that 
first of all, okay, why do you not want that? I guess. What is you it it's lonely. What do you mean? Why do I not want it? It's I'm very just lonely. asking for the for the crowd now. It's not that <laughs> I don't know. We've had this discussion. <laughs> it's just that, like, I honestly do believe that there are people that don't prioritize friendships. Like a lot of times when people get in and I think that's what happened to that generation that like when you when you get in a relationship and you start focusing on like your family for example and Uh like your nuclear family and raising your kids and like life just gets so busy if you don't put in that work to build those friendships around you the odds are you're going to end up there so I guess my question then is like is that so bad and like why is it for the people that aren't putting in that effort you know I mean, I think it's bad because it, it becomes lonely eventually. And then you do see, and I think like for them, like they do eventually realize that it does become lonely because you see them kind of transfer that energy to, because I think you see them transfer that energy to their daughters. Like when they try to like almost, or like they're like children or whatever, mm-hmm. when they try to like almost want to like find the friendship in them that oh. they would have found in like their peers. So you, so that's why I'm like, I think they, they, they do eventually. I mean, they may not regret it. Like, don't get yeah, me wrong. And that's what I, like, I think. Not, I don't think they regret it still. They might not regret it, but I think they do realize that there is something I miss here that, like, I think they do realize that there's something I miss. Like, they might not be able to regret it or even know what exactly it is that I miss, but I think that they do end up realizing that there is something that I'm lacking here because you do see, like, a lot of, and that, oh my gosh, haven't you even heard a lot of stories where it's like, I mean, I'm not, let me, let me say, haven't you, but there are a lot of stories. <laughs> there are a lot of stories where it's like you see mothers when their daughters grow up, they now want to become their best friend like they're now coming to like their daughters for all this advice and like you know all these things that you would yeah advice even Uh yeah that like they would literally have like kind of like just talked with like a friend about or like you Mm. know or like or like they now want to start hanging out there are a lot of stories out there of parents and like their daughters like eventually growing up and like their mom wanted to become really close. Their best like, friends pretty Their much. best friends, exactly. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's okay because like my mom has always been close to me since I was young. Mm-hmm. But for some but for some of these daughters, you see where it's like their mom wasn't necessarily as close to them when they were when they were young and now they're like older and suddenly they want to become best friends and it's like, guy, from where? But the reason mm-hmm. why they're suddenly wanting to become best friends is because they do not have those friendships that they can like lean on like that so it's like mm-hmm. the next person to lean on to is the person that you've put all your energy into raising and should like i guess you now kind of believe should now be there for you mm-hmm. but it's like if you had nurtured your other relationships but like i said they might not exactly know how to pinpoint where the source of the issue is mm. but yeah like you know now that like you know the daughter like wants to like hang out with other people and stuff they will now start feeling bad that the child doesn't want to hang out with them but once again, it's a thing where it's like if you had other people to hang out with, it wouldn't be as much of an issue that your daughter doesn't want to hang out with you every day of the week. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I think that they might not be able to, like, once again, exactly point out this is the reason why. But I definitely do think that they eventually feel that there is something amiss. Maybe they might not regret it because it led to a great family. But I think eventually they feel like, you know what? Everything is not as 100% as it could be but that's just what I think. Kadiza, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. I feel like, to be honest, like so far, I've just been vibing. I've just been gauging. I'm screaming. <laughs> I don't really like, I don't really think too much about what that may look like, to be honest. So it's hard to say. Um, so many things happen in life that's so unpredictable. Like I just sure. don't know how to imagine what that could look like. Um uh, but I think I think what I do like it's more or less when I come into the awareness that okay I would like to have this but then these are the factors that prevent me from having this then what can I do to create a scenario where I can have both friends and this so I think that's what it is because honestly in all in on in in real when you look at life in reality right there are a lot of things that could happen that even if in your mind and in your heart you really didn't want there to be a rift right the rift is kind of almost inevitable right but it's mm-hmm. just understanding okay in these kind of scenarios this is what will cause me to do this or do that and try to avoid or try to create the life that you want so i don't really think about that like i mean i just hope that like I'm able to keep 
like my friendships and stuff as much as I can but yeah like I mean but I, I think I should be able to but I wouldn't know like I, I don't know how to I don't know how to answer that question to be honest mm, that's, that's fair. fair yeah okay Hadiza we probably shouldn't continue for that much longer but I still have yeah. thoughts yeah so one thing I wanted to say when you were talking Imama was I think there's also a, a culture and I've heard it in another podcast and these kids these they're not kids anymore sorry these women oh. are kids of like Nigerian mothers that have Nigerian and Ghanaian but like they they left Nigeria oh, oh gosh huh? I don't know why this is hard it's just so late <laughs> English is not coming to me honestly today is not is, today is not day <laughs> today is not day the English is not English <laughs> but I think what I'm trying to say is they themselves grew up in the UK but there's this commonality in that their mothers kept saying things like don't trust Mm-hmm. oh yep we literally had this conversation exactly that. exactly this come like don't trust people and yeah don't trust like, people don't open your yash like don't tell your them friends i said i open your yash thing twice in this during this episode i think that's enough like it's a record <laughs> <laughs> what's your but, obsession yeah, with yash i do not know okay <laughs> but i think that might be a huge factor i think so too actually yeah and i, I don't know if this is a thing other people do but sometimes when i see myself having too much shame in friendships i almost made the conscious effort to be vulnerable because it's like sometimes like i think there's some certain things that i want to deal with by myself and i feel like if i keep censoring myself to my friends i'm going to end up just not having real friends Mm, i see what you're saying because like there's sometimes i'm going through things that i'm just like i'd rather not share to be honest but it's like why am i having shame about this like my friends are there for at least my friendships for a reason and um i don't know I i don't understand this thing about like being so secretive because it's like you've already invited them into your life as friends Mm -hmm. and like i think the african mothers had this thought process of like people will use things against you which yes. i don't think is a lie per se like some some people will use things against you but against you yeah how do you choose friends like and, and friends are your family that i believe friends are your family that you choose and yeah. so if you've chosen those people it's like why do you still why then they, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's a weird thought process but i'm also like scared that like life would teach me that lesson and i don't want it you know it's so funny because literally today i was in the bathroom and i don't know what it was what was it i literally cannot remember but i know this happened like quite literally today and i was thinking about it and i was like yo i think sometimes i talk too much i was saying this myself i was like i think sometimes i like sometimes i tell people too much of what's going on in my life but then i also (laughs) tried to catch myself and i was like but like i mean if there are people that i have chosen to for them to be my safe space. Why is that a problem? And then once again, I had that thought that you literally just said, where it's like, okay, but I do not want to come out and then it lessons. But yeah. then you know what I eventually landed on? I was like, you know what? If I learn the lesson, I learned the lesson and we keep it pushing. Exactly. Like I won't die. Like that's literally what I ended up with. I was like, you know what? If it so happens that I trust this friend and this friend ends up like, you know, doing something very like sinister, mm-hmm. like, you know, about a thing that I have told them It's actually okay. Like I won't die. Like it would not be the end of the world. It would just be that. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep it pushing. And then I would know not to trust them again. And like, mm-hmm. and also it's like, I also think I was like, what am I, what am I even telling them? She gets, what am I even telling them that can't ruin me? <laughs> i'm like i'm like literally i don't think it's like obviously i've definitely told people things that i think if we got that would be very embarrassing like, like for life, me but i think but life threatening. things that life not threatening changing <laughs> life changing life changing i don't know i don't know i don't know like i can't really i think, don't think i've told I anybody told... That anything that life changed exactly i'm like but i, I think, think that the gravity of things i don't know at, at least i've experienced they this increase the gravi- as you go older yeah that's what i've been feeling it's true they do no they don't increase as you go older but i also think that it's like they increase as you go older but also 
Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll Life see. will teach us. <laughs> I just also, I, I, I want to always think about it and have it at the back of my mind because it's like, I don't want to come to the same conclusions as people that have that thought process because it's like, mm-hmm. I genuinely don't come from, I try, God, please don't let life teach me the opposite. Honestly, me too, I beg. I try to God, approach life that people aren't all, not everybody, evil, evil yeah. mm, inherently evil. Yeah. So it's like, even if my friend does something I don't like, I mean, it depends it's to the not level. Going to be from a bad place. Yeah, yeah. There are some friends yeah. that, some people that you considered friends, and it hasn't been my experience, but I've heard experiences of like people that have had friends that didn't have the best intention. Actually, in my past, I've had friendships like that. But oh yeah, I just feel that it's not all your friends that are like that. So for you to just paint that brush and just say yeah. people. It's a lonely existence. And it's very limiting, I think. It's not yeah. it's not it. But I mean you're correct. Like I've I've definitely heard stories of people having bad intention. But I also feel like it's things I don't know, but it's like those are things that you kind of see, but you choose not to see. Like mm-hmm. it's like, for instance, like I think it's things that it's like there are traits in a person that you might notice that like you know you know that guy's person has bad intention but because they're your friends you kind of you you kind of like be like ah they can never do this to me type thing mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. but it's like but you've seen them do it to like the next person and the next person or you've seen it like for instance like when somebody tells them their deepest like a secret you've seen them come to like not tell you, you but like stop like telling like a lot of people and you're like ah mm-hmm. guy it will never happen to me Okay, that one is just blissful ignorance. You've decided to be ignorant. But I would say, like, you know, that's, like, an example. But I feel like there are things like that where it's, like, people see, like, you know, people in their lives do evil things Mm -hmm. or wicked things or bad things or whatever it is. and And you kind of, like, you kind of do a, oh, it will never happen to me type thing. So you're now, like always walk in it it won't happen to me and then when it, ha- when it happens to you you're now shocked i've never experienced that i haven't experienced it but i've heard of people experience it oh like, like i've never personally, had I don't experienced it too. like i think i try to choose my friends based off of how they are like to in also general. to other people like mm-hmm. it's i'm not just like i'm not just friends with you because i feel like you will do this to me like I, I i'm also friends with you because of who you are as a person yeah as well so it's like i haven't had a situation where yeah and i think if you're like that i would have been expecting it surely yeah and like that's what i'm saying so i guess i'm like some people literally have that it would never happen to me then mm, so it's almost like they're now not so it's like when it happens they're like ah my friend has broken my heart. <laughs> like, do you grab? Yeah. But it's like, bro, it's like if you had, like, you know, adjusted your friendship based off of the way they were moving from the jump, you would have not had a story of friends are evil. Are evil. You would have a story of, you know, like, choose your friends wisely, do you get? Uh, it yeah. would be, like, a different story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But I definitely do agree with you, and I think a lot of our parents have that, oh, like, don't tell, like, people anything. Like, kind of mm-hmm. keep your stuff to yourself. And I guess it was, they, I'm sure they have, like, you know, experience as to why they are moving like that. But I also mm-hmm. think it's also a way that they choose that they chose their friends i guess maybe i don't know maybe they didn't ask that many questions i don't know what it was but i think there's a way that they chose their friends maybe it's a a reflection of the society as well because i think like for example how in nigeria like one of the worst things at least in my experience is like what would the neighbors think Mm. and it's this huge big deal and it i think in nigeria it's such a communal living that like Uh how your people think about you really affects your life yeah so it's like if someone has a negative thought about you it really does actually have impacts on your life Uh so i think that's why it they found it easier to just keep things to themselves keep this themselves yeah so it's not even that the people were bad it's just that they were the, what do you call it i don't know yeah judge, I, I i guess judgmental but i guess like no no i was gonna say it's not that they were bad but it's probably like just like an idea in their head that they had that yo what would people think essentially mm. so like maybe even though this person might not be bad but if he accidentally gets to the other person that's actually bad 
what would they now think mm. and, and i i don't understand our our community is weird and i don't know if this is just our community in how we met it maybe it hasn't always been this way but i don't know how we have a com like we have communal living or we claim to have a close-knit society but yet we hide so much from each oh. other like do we actually have it or are we just all pretending to each other do you get mm, like yeah, everyone you but saying. your nuclear family Mm. that is a whole nother podcast a whole another podcast but i think it just bleeds into this friendship and how like friendship is seen and preached to us and i really really want to move away from that because i actually think real community like real like not just the idea of the community comes from really being vulnerable to be honest with each other and like actual friendships yeah but but yeah. we've actually said a lot but said a lot. i think i actually think it would actually be cool to have an episode on that whole like you know community thing because i think it's like there's so many pros of like obviously the way like we're raised as as nigerians and like that like um, like that communal like sense mm-hmm. but i guess there's also so many cons as well where it's like but now you're worried about too many people's thoughts Mm-hmm. so it's like it's great because you have a huge support system but it's also not great because you have a huge support system yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's a two-edged sword exactly sword sword, sword. <laughs> and so today today has been a day for words <laughs> yeah no yeah but i think with that we'll come to the end of this episode um it wasn't really one that we thought we would have a conclusion to but it's more of like a reflection kind of episode Mm -hmm. and i I hope it's helped at least with thinking through how you see your friendships and like how we see a friendship how we see a friendship how we see friendships as like (laughs) a society and like people in like coming out of of that community because i think this would also be a different conversation if i lived in nigeria i just felt like it was easier to find people that had similarities like it it's probably also still hard but i i think a little easier i don't know Mm. i don't know know. i'm not sure you guys tell us like people in nigeria tell us a quick thing you know i actually do think so people like i think that mindset that we're talking about that our parents had i think it's still a thing that's still prevalent in nigeria right now i don't think it's a thing that ended with our parents gener- or that that will end with our parents generation in nigeria because mm-hmm. i've actually heard like some younger nigerian people kind of talk about that whole or like you know don't talk too much type thing mm-hmm. so i think it might be maybe a factor of the society mm, that's fair but anyways i'm so interested to see how like other people like living in other places think about this like i I think about friendships and how they approach it like is there anything that we've said that is so bogus and like what are your opinions i really really like friendships are like i can talk endlessly about friendships (laughs) i'm serious so i really would love to hear from our audience like how you guys have um, what do y'all think yeah what do you guys think about this topic how have you seen friendships change over like time and do you think it's bogus that we're saying you should trust people like that like <laughs> has life taught you said lesson and like we want to hear those experiences are we to learn one day but yeah that's the end of our episode and we have an announcement <laughs> yeah <laughs> a serious announcement actually um we've been talking as the host (laughs) please and you know how we've been talking about friendships and like how we are in separate places physically and we're also at separate places in life (laughs) wow it's so so deep (laughs) we're just um but we are we really are like we are at a different place than we were when we started this podcast and a lot of times like when things change like different careers people are getting jobs people are trying to finish their masters exactly <laughs> you know people um is me. <laughs> people is you <laughs> but um like just when life changes it's just really hard to continue the same way we have so we've been talking and like the conclusion we came to was to go the on spirit like spirit of morphine 
in the spirit of morphing exactly and like <laughs> life being like about change life is mm. literally always like the only thing that's constant is change. change hello come on come on so we've decided that we're going on an indefinite break it's been a hard decision to come to mm. but um it's just where we are right now but we've decided that on this break we might drop in once in a while and like you know drop episodes as like things dropping our hearts and it might not be all of us that are on that episode it might be you know just me or just imama like i mean and other people like you might start hearing you know temporary people come in and talk and like you know just we're taking a new direction (laughs) for the time being (laughs) for the time being being, and then once we are back we'll be back but we are taking an indefinite break and that is the ultimate announcement really but Yeah. yeah It's been a great four years of podcasting. <laughs> it has. It really, really has. And hopefully has. we will be back, hopefully. That that could change to remember life is also... That's it, hopefully. Okay, That's hopefully. hopefully. Okay. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's indefinite, but it's been yeah. really fun, like, podcasting, for real. Wow, I think I'm shedding a tear. Oh, <laughs> so emotional. But, like, it's really, really emotional. Like, I've really enjoyed podcasting. And, like, when I started, when we started, I was so determined to keep this, like, consistent. Mm. And because I had started, like, I had listened to so many podcasts that they, ju- they just stop. <laughs> and it really hurts me. But I understand that as a podcast listener myself. But um, I now understand why those podcasts stopped. <laughs> yeah because life life is really about change yeah and it changes but honestly you've done a great job we've done a great we've job we've done a great job i think so i think too. we deserve a round of applause yeah clap on for all of clap us <laughs> as you're listening well, um, but, but yeah that's know, yeah. that's that's the announcement but yeah we'll catch you guys when we catch you guys you yes, know we will and stay safe stay jiggy until then <laughs> not jiggy I mean, I don't know. I was talking to my brother today and he said I should stay jiggy. So I'm telling you guys to stay jiggy. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, no, honestly, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, keep in and touch. stay positive. Our social media Until is still then. there. Yes. Yeah. You know, remember you guys got this positivity is the way to go. Okay. Inspiration. I don't know. That was, yeah, you know, God is your strength and all of that. <laughs> Now you're just saying things. <laughs> no, but God is that strength. Indeed. Is it indeed, indeed. But yeah. Wait, one more thing. If you guys miss us and want to hear a voice, just go back and listen to our old episodes. You're still going to be out there. They're We're not taking here. them down. So yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll catch you guys when we catch you guys. Bye. Yeah, bye.